Hi, this is Tim Golden of the Motown Philly Podcast here asking you an important question. Are you a woman survivor of childhood sexual abuse? If so, your voice is your strength and your healing journey starts now. Broken to Blessed, hosted by Michelle Hall, is the podcast designed specifically to serve you. Tune in to witness the remarkable transformation as survivors share how they reclaim their lives through the power of their voices. This podcast is your safe space to find your voice and thrive. Explore real stories of resilience, growth, and empowerment, and discover how your voice can be the key to unlocking your healing journey. Ready to rewrite your story? Subscribe today to Broken to Blessed with Michelle Hall on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Broken to Blessed, where your voice transforms your story and paves the way to a life of empowerment. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Hello and welcome to season two. Welcome to this week's episode. Jason and I are very, very uh, fortunate to be with you this week. Very blessed to be with you this week to discuss another great topic. And I'm Tim Golden and I'm here with my co-host. What's going on, y'all? It's Jason Hall. What up, though? Jason Hall from the D capital D as in ABC Detroit Michigan Motown Motor City Jason Hall is the Motown in Motown Philly and yours truly Tim Golden from the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection Philadelphia PA we are blessed to be here with you as I said again I believe this is season to episode 13 of the Motown Philly podcast and we have a great topic for you today but as is our usual custom before we get into the topic we are here to talk with you about something that is necessary a nice little tradition that we have here at Motown Philly and it is what Jason likes to call that gratitude game. So Jake, go ahead, drop that gratitude game on our listeners, man. And let's, let's get us in the right spirit for this episode. Man. What's going on guys. Um, gratitude. I, I do stand in gratitude today. Um, I stand in gratitude every time I have an opportunity to, uh, grace the, the, this microphone in the airways to share share with you guys and I just want to do my best to put you guys in that mindset as we listen forward um, and each and every time we hop on I am there's a there's a level of greatness uh, or gratefulness if you will that that I have uh, with just the the opportunity to share um, just the opportunity to, to wake up and know that I can uh, do my best to contribute to contribute in ways that can help uh, as we share Tim and I with these topics and these conversations that we have. Um, these are essence of who we are. Um, 
there's a level of care and consideration and, and, and along with ideas to help push the ball forward or, or change or create the narrative that is most healthy. Um, I wake up with gratitude each and every day for just the smallest and most simplest things, even the hardships um, that might come my way. And I just want to share that with you as we sit and listen, uh, not just to the conversation, as we listen to ourselves uh, in the conversation and how these things might apply to us. Um, there is gratitude that uh, always uh, wells up inside of me for having a host such as Tim and the things that he's doing in this world to make this world a better place, to leave a legacy that when he's he's long gone, people will read and, and his work and, and study the things that he has thought about. And, and with this same podcast, uh, our hope and our prayer is that, you know, the, the conversations that we have uh, can change lives, are changing lives bit by bit. And there's a small ripples and that make an effect on the imprint of our hearts that can help change, change lives moving forward. So I'm just grateful to open up my mouth to, to have conversations with a brother and a friend on this platform that uh, creates ripple effects in the lives of our listeners. I'm so grateful for you guys as you listen to each and every each and every week. Uh, the new listeners that are coming into this space. This is about communication, connection, and community. And this is what Tim and I strive for each and every time we open up the airwaves to, to, to come before you guys. And just knowing that the communication that we share is sacred. And not that it's private, but it's sacred because we're not getting up here to hear ourselves. Tim and I often say that we're not perfect. That's just the bottom line. We're human. And we know that we want to have human conversations as other humans listen in. Feel free to chime in, get in, hop into the Facebook group, Motown Philly Facebook group. You can chime in and say hi. If you're new here to this space, have any topics, please share them. I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you guys and the gratitude stays tight. Yes, indeed, Jay. The gratitude game does, in fact, stay tight here at Motown Philly because we recognize that no one achieves anything uh, by themselves. And we recognize that we have a lot to be thankful for in this life. And I know me personally, gratitude is one of the organizing principles of my life. I live by three of them, integrity, a sense of honesty with others and a sense of honesty with myself, compassion, compassion for others and compassion for myself. And the last of those principles is gratitude. If I am grateful and that presupposes that someone is in some way responsible for my success other than me. Someone is responsible for the good things in my life other than me. And so Jason and I want to thank you for being with us because you, our listeners, are in fact responsible for our success more so than ourselves. So we're thankful for that. Well, this week, folks, we have a great topic for you. And that topic is risk, risk and communication. R-I-S-K. 
you know, people, Jason, are inclined to be risk averse. We don't like risk. If we have a choice between multiple alternatives, we will tend to choose that alternative that is less risky. But just in the interest of clarity, let's define what risk is, okay? According to the dictionary, risk is, quote, a situation involving exposure to danger. It is also considered as the possibility that the occurrence of an event will adversely affect the achievement of a person's or an organization's objective. Risk. Risk. We don't like it, Jason. We don't like to expose ourselves to danger. Now, is it risky to do what Evil Knievel did and try to jump across the Grand Canyon on your motorcycle? Yeah, that's risky. That's not a risk that I'm willing to take. So my uh, the risk-averse nature of human beings would sort of take over because I'm not doing that, right? And I don't think most of our listeners are doing that either. No. Nah. But you're an entrepreneur, Jason, and you confronted a risk a few years ago when you walked away from your paycheck. Mm. Mm. I confronted a risk a few years ago when I moved from my hometown, Philadelphia, PA, all the way out to Walla Walla, Washington. I underwent a risk when I went through a divorce. I underwent a risk when I started a new job. And so we we take on risk at some level every day because we really don't know what's going to happen to us from one day to the next. But we tend to do the thing that is least risky. And what I want to do, Jason, and then I want you to chime in on this, I, I want to make a couple of statements that are bold, and this is to those of our listeners who are believers in, in Christianity. I want to argue or, or assert, claim, that if you want to be close to God, you must assume some risk. That, that being risk averse is a form of unbelief mm. in some ways. And that you can't on one hand claim to have a close relationship with God and on the other hand say, I don't want to take any risks. Mm. What do you think about that, Jason? And and talk to us. I mean, you're an entrepreneur, man. That means you you don't depend on anybody else for your pay, but you and your efforts. Talk to us about risk, man. Listen, guys, risk. I think I, I like starting the conversation 
how we're starting it. Um, we talk about risk, uh, defining it. Uh, I think how it could be other definitions, but I think how the definition talks about danger. Uh, I think that's relative, like you said, to the person. E- evil Knievel clearly didn't think it was danger, like too dangerous for him to do what he was doing. Uh, risk does assert, if you will, or imply some level of harm, if you will. Maybe harm is a better word for me. It, that whether it's emotional, maybe physical, um, could be potentially psychological. I think sometimes inherent in risk is the exposure to learning information in order to continue to do better. So in certain ways, risk is necessary for success. Risk is necessary for achievement. Risk is necessary to gather information to know whether I should be leaning more to the left or to the right. So here's my here's my my second point on that is to understand that risk is being like to live a life and not be aware of where risk is, is also risky, (laughs) also harmful or dangerous. Like you have to be aware that risk is in the building. You feel me? Like you have to be aware that risk is happening so that you on some level can at least be able to understand what's at what's at jeopardy, how much exposure to risk do I have, and how can I do my best to mitigate or manage or just comprehend what I may or may not be stepping into. So if I am if I'm learning risk, if I'm becoming aware of risk, I'm also um, doing my best to assess like, you know, risk is not something that I'm trying to avoid. It's something that I'm going to try to manage. And as I move forward now with the risk, I think you're you're spot on on what you said. It's like you have to have some level of belief. <laughs> You have to have some level of hope and expectations that things will, um, in fact, come to pass, Uh, especially if you're being risky. In order to be risky, you have to be aware. And I can't I can't I can't overstate that enough. So being an entrepreneur and understanding what I was jumping into there was a high level of risk and awareness to know that, yo, this, like you said, this thing could flop and what I expect to pay bills, because bills are real, right? (laughs) Bills are real. They're not going to go away, whether I take a risk or not. But the awareness of jumping in is something you can't, you can't ignore nor should you ignore um, when deciding to do when deciding to do something it's it's you have to calculate it as a part of the decision and 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 with all things there's there is risk and I, I guess what I can say before I, before I give it back to you like be 
I'm going to encourage us all to be risky because risk helps to facilitate growth and success. It sure is difficult to grow without taking chances. Mm. Because I think every chance taken, every risk taken and successfully overcome is another level of confidence attained. Mm -hmm. We talked about confidence and communication, right? We talked about mm -hmm. being a kind of trust. And what I want to get to is what makes something fundamentally risky and what makes there be such a need for trust is the fact that we don't know. It's the lack of knowledge, right? It's the unknown. It's not knowing, right? Exactly. It's the unknown, Jason. I love that. I love that phrase, the unknown. It's the unknown. We put ourselves sometimes, if we're so risk averse, we put ourselves in the situation of wanting to know exactly how everything is going to work out. And that's ridiculous because you can never know exactly how everything is going to work out. This is why we, we want to, and again, if I can, excuse me, if I can draw from a Christian example, uh, Moses wanted to see God from the front. He says, show me who you are. And God said, no, I can't do that. I'm only going to show you my back parts, my backside. And so what's interesting is we have, and I call this in, in one of my books, I call this the problem of anteriority. We want to see the front. We want to see an anterior view, but we can't, we can only see the posterior and think about it. If you could always, if you always knew what was coming and how exactly how it was going to affect you, and if you could figure out down to the finest, minutest detail, everything out before it happened, what kind of life would that make for? Would that be the kind of life that you wanted to live? Or is risk something where you say, I have enough confidence in myself that I can do this. I have enough confidence, not only in myself that I can do it, but in others that the others who I need to make this happen will come together and help me do this. And so, yes, is it a risk for me to do what Jason did and leave his job? And, and becoming a full-time entrepreneur, yeah. But Jason, I think you'd be the first to tell people you had enough confidence, A, in yourself that you could do it, and B, that others would sort of surround you and in constructive ways 
help you to do it. So despite the unknown, what you took what you did know, which is who you are. This is why self-awareness is so important. This mm -hmm. is why we have to take an inventory of our talents and our capabilities, right? Because it would be real risky for me to leave my job and pursue a career as a professional basketball player. That would be real risky. And I know it would be risky uh, because, it's, in fact, that's almost so risky that it's not an unknown, right? <laughs> that I do know I wouldn't be successful. But here's the point. The point with that example is that I've taken stock of whatever capabilities I have. And I know that being good at basketball is not one of them. So I'm not going to do something that's outside of my capabilities. In other words, I'm going to stay in my lane, right? And so that becomes important to help you help us overcome mm. unknown. And so Jason, I'm curious as to how you have dealt with this idea of having confidence in yourself and others to help overcome the fear of the unknown, because it seems like confidence is important when we are evaluating risk. How confident are we in ourselves and how confident are we in others? Talk a little bit about that on as you've experienced in your journey as an entrepreneur. I think so. If you guys had listened to our last episode where we talked about confidence, confidence is a is a major factor in 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 kind of mitigating or assessing risk and how you want to move forward. Just know that all decisions have some level of risk. And let's Tim, you might have heard it. People have heard this. Um, a lot of times higher risk is higher reward. That's just that's that's like that's a universal law. Like the more you put down, the more you stand, you stand to gain. But let let's think of the inverse as well. The more you put down, the more you stand to lose as well. Uh, you just have to know that your decisions are inherent with some type of risk. And I believe your ability to confidently step into a place to know that, yeah, the risk is here, but my belief, my belief um, in who I am and what I'm able to do let me say this. I think when it comes into the realm of what risk is, especially if you're making a decision to, in a lot of ways, bet on yourself, you have to kind of calculate what you can calculate when it comes to risk. Like the the in a, the ability to know that there's going to be some level of the unknown that, that can, and sometimes that can or cannot step in to help you get to where you want to go in life. And it's almost like a creative, a creative ability uh, as, as God steps in um, and, and helps you with something you didn't have 
the answer for before you took the risk talking about what is anterior and posterior they're just things that you just don't know now don't get me wrong tim and i are not we're also not talking about don't plan like there has to be some level of plan that goes forward in anything that you do especially if you're taking educated thoughtful calculated um decisions that incur risk that you know there should be some some level of planning to what you're doing but along with the plan does come risk i don't think we should fly by the seat of our pants and what we do that that's not what tim and i are out here talking about like yo just go after risk go after risk with with some type of plan that's in place that you will help see you through to the end goal to achieve the things that you really are looking after and doing. So as I became and wanted to be, you know, as I wanted to aspire to be an entrepreneur, I had been planning and thinking about that, like quitting my job. That didn't, I didn't do that the next day. There was some plan that I had put in place years before I actually quit my job and quitting my job. I remember that day, Tim, I was emotional because for over 17 years, I had been a full-time speech pathologist um, with a, you know, hourly or salary, uh, a wage that would, that was a level of security. But there was planning leading up into that day that says, this is how I'm going. This is how I'm going to walk out of this. This is what I'm going to do to walk out of this. There was strategy behind it. But that thing, Tim, came with some risk, bro. And if I'm honest, it didn't work out the way I thought it was. But I'm here. Um, I'm here. And the plan was important. But the risk factor was also uh, very present, very real in a lot of ways. Let's be honest. Very scary. Scary. Like we stay where we want to. We stay in what we're doing because we are fearful of the unknown, which you mentioned before. But I think one of the things that Tim and I are wanting to really address, like if you are thinking about doing something and, and planning to move or you have some dream or some vision that continues to 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 surface up, to, to resurface in your in your in, in your in your sleep, uh, in your daydreams in your conversations. That's something that you want to definitely explore and make plans and and think about the risk, but don't let the risk like determine if you will or will not do something. You have to incorporate the risk into the into the plan and understand that risk will be there. It's inherent to whatever you're trying to do and to achieve, but understand that you can leverage the risk um, to to make something well worth it and to know that if it doesn't pan out, there is there is education, there is learning in what some would think would be failure and understand that, hey, that's a lesson. Um, Tim and I were talking before we we hopped on these mics today about some of my failures as an entrepreneur, my first year didn't go exactly the way it planned. I planned it. And honestly, the risk 
I lost a lot of money in the first year. And um, this year I'm making up for it, but I'm not gonna say it wasn't worth it. I didn't, I'm not gonna say that I didn't know or understand that risk. That's part of it. That's part of the growth. That's part of the success. That's part of the process of understanding that risk needs to come with what you're doing. If you're doing something and it has no risk, it might not be worth doing, Tim Golden, you know? Wow, Jason, this conversation is getting good, and I'm so glad you're talking about entrepreneurship. We're going to come right back to it in a minute because entrepreneurs who are listening, I know you're trying to grow your business. You're trying to improve, and here at the Motown Philly, we want you to grow and improve with us. So that means that if you want to advertise your business, what you need to do is you need to send us an email at Motown Philly Community at gmail.com. That's Motown Philly Community, all one word, at gmail.com. And you send us an email. We will send back to you a sheet with all of our advertising packages. They're packages that we think will be very affordable and useful to you as you try to advertise and grow your business. And the question is, why would you want to advertise with Motown Philly? Well, you would want to advertise with the Motown Philly podcast precisely because you are growing and you're growing and we are growing. We have listeners in New York, Los Angeles, various points in between in the United States, we also have listeners overseas in Africa and in the UK, and we even have a few in Europe. So listen, we want you to advertise with us because we believe we have a listenership that is broad enough and deep enough to get you the business that you need. So listen, we have three packages. Each one has a different level of exposure. And if you contact us at Motown Philly community at gmail.com, we will get back to you and we will send you a price list and a description of each of our packages. So we're growing. We have what you need. We have a good listenership. We are out here and we're here to stay. So by all means, if you want to advertise, please, please consider and i'm not going to tell you consider i'm going to say please advertise with us here at motown philly once again send us an email at motown philly community at gmail.com and we will be happy to share with you everything that you need to advertise with us so that we can grow together all right jay we're talking about i heard a lot of things that you said just a few minutes ago. You talked to A, you talked about having a plan and B toward the end of what you said just before our commercial break, you talked about the basic principle that if it's not risky, it might not be that rewarding. And that's interesting. And when I think about confidence, I think about your notion of planning. 
notice what Jason said. He didn't just walk into, he didn't start his job on a Monday and then get a bright idea and then walk in on Tuesday morning and say, I quit. And then wake up Wednesday and be like, all right, what's this thing called entrepreneurship? How do I start doing? What do I do now? He didn't do it that way. In other words, we're not talking about uh, being foolhardy, right? We're not talking about being foolish. We're talking mm-hmm. about being careful, right? Uh, so if I could give, can I get, can I just drop philosophy here real quick? Don't so Greek philosopher Aristotle wrote a great treatise called the Nicomachean Ethics. It was written in dedication to his son, Nicomachus. And in the Nicomachean Ethics, Aristotle talks about virtue and how virtue is found at a midpoint between two extreme positions. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Extreme position is you start your job on Monday, you get a bright idea, you go in and quit on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, you wake up and you like, what is an entrepreneur? How mm-hmm. do I that would be foolhardy. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is you work in the same job for 40 years because you are so afraid of failing that you sit on your talents, your capabilities, you never make a plan, you never do anything. What Jason is talking about is, so notice on one side, there is an excess, right? You start Mm -hmm. Monday, quit Tuesday, Wednesday, you wake up and say, what's an entrepreneur? On the other side, there is deficiency. You so afraid you don't have, you never want to leave your job, right? Courage, says Aristotle, is the midpoint. Courage, if you want to find the virtue of courage, you find the virtue of courage between being reckless and foolhardy on one hand and being a coward on the other. So courage is in the middle. And what Jason has been talking about, I think, in terms of his planning and sort of positioning people to people in whom he trusts and has what confidence right mm-hmm. and having confidence in himself notice having confidence in himself and having confidence in others leads to a courageous disposition a disposition that is not going to be reckless but is not going to be so fearful he never does anything and so i i want that to be a takeaway from our episode today for those of you out there as you as you listen to us i think one of the takeaways is you don't have to be reckless but we don't want you to be afraid either we want you to find a midpoint we want you to plan carefully we want you to have confidence in yourself and others and we want you to execute that plan to the best of your ability 
So I think I think that's that's important. And again, you know, we hear this a lot. If if your dreams don't scare you, then maybe they're not big enough. Mm. Right? I mean, this I've mm. heard a lot of motivational speakers say that, right? And I know Jason, you live on as an entrepreneur, you you sort of combing those motivational streets for think quotes like that, right? To keep you going. So mm-hmm. it, it's just important to to point out a be principled in your approach, be virtuous in your approach, right? Cultivate a virtuous disposition in that you want to be courageous. And you want to get to the point where you do it so much that it becomes a habit to you, right? Because that's what Aristotle says about virtue, that we attain a virtuous character through habituation, through habit, through doing the same thing over and over again. And once you do that, once you are disposed to select the midpoint between two extremes you can actually consider yourself to be a virtuous person not a perfect person right. not a perfect person but a virtuous one and and i think that goes a long way so that's that's something to keep in mind so it's it's just it's fascinating to me jason as i listen to you talk to think about the, the contrast between the anterior and the posterior, right? I said earlier, this passage of scripture is Exodus chapter 33, where Moses basically tells God to show him who he is. And God says, I can't do that. He says, because no one can see me and live. And I just want to clarify that. I, I think that, I mean, God may be talking about you'll actually die in my presence. And we tend to, we tend to, a lot of Christians tend to mystify that. But think of it in, in these terms. I think there's another way to consider this this verse. This idea of not living. Uh, you can't see God coming and live. Remember the question I asked earlier when I said, imagine if you knew exactly what was going to happen and you never had to take any risks. What kind of life would that be? Is that really living? right? In some ways, the unknown can be our greatest blessing because it forces us to operate in a realm of faith. It forces us to operate. In other words, the goodness of God is found as much in what he has hidden from us as it is what he has revealed to us. That's good, Tom. That's I think that 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 right there kind of helps hit the, the nail on the head. Like what I was trying to explain, like before, like there's this abstract abstract level of creativity or God factor in the unknown that as you reach forward, uh, things can come together for the planning for the decision uh that helps to mitigate the risk but that's entwined with the belief factor of 
things actually working out as you hoped it, maybe not in the exact way, but for the success of the decision to really like overwhelm whatever risk that was inherent into whatever you were doing. And there is some faith that goes with that. There's a belief that goes with what you're trying to to achieve that you can't take out of the equation. So I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think what is hidden from us is just as much of a, a blessing as the things that we do know. Because here's the thing. Remember what God told Moses. He said, you can only see my back parts. In other words, you can only see what I leave behind. You'll never see me coming, but you'll see what I leave behind me. And for me, and I'm sure for you too, Jason, as an entrepreneur, a couple of years into it, you can look back and you can say, well, I didn't see exactly how this was going to work out. But over the past couple of years, I see what God has left behind. And he's left behind just enough to prepare me for the next risk. I can have confidence and trust in him, confidence and trust in myself, and confidence and trust in others. And the next venture as an entrepreneur will find me facing another risk, but will also find me planning, will Mm -hmm. also find me strategizing, will also find me trusting mm-hmm. in myself and in others and although I don't know how the next risk is going to work out what I do know is that even though I won't be able to see the front or see it coming there will be enough left behind for me to learn from for the next phase of my journey and I think that's if we could leave you with anything today i think that's what we want to leave you with when jason and i talk about a growth mindset folks this is it Mm -hmm. this is it this is what it is it is it is learning how to it, it is learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah totally totally risk is risk should be baked in and you should we should learn more consistently that risk is inherent to our successful decision Ooh. <laughs> risk is inherent to our successful decision um not it doesn't say that it's going to all go the way we want it to go but we just need to know that it needs to be there in order for what you're doing to mean something. But you also have to be okay with it not working as well. Understanding is part of the process of learning. It's part part of the process of growing. And it needs to be there. It's going to be there. You might not want it there. But understanding it needs to be there for your success as you grow, as you move, as you evolve, as you learn. It needs to be there. A healthy amount of it needs to be there. And it doesn't just apply to entrepreneurship. We've used Jason as a model today because I think it is a, a fine model 
for this conversation. But whether it's an entrepreneur situation, whether it's a situation of taking a risk on, I don't want to sound dramatic here, taking a risk on love or mm. risk in relations in a, on a relationship. Yeah. Uh, an intimate relationship, romantic relationship, you know, it, you have to, and this is something else, Jason, that sort of presupposed in our conversation that we haven't talked about. You have to prepare to make yourself vulnerable, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking that. You are opening yourself to the possibility of danger, right? It is vulnerability is inherent in risk taking. Mm -hmm. I just I, I I've done some things this year that have been risky, and everything in risky in terms of of relationship, risky in terms of just being vulnerable in certain professional contexts and so forth. But and and it, and they haven't always worked out. But that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. Because in the end, I've grown from those experiences, right? I've learned from those experiences. Here's, here's the bottom line. And just remember this, folks. You will miss 100% of the shots that you never take. That is a guarantee. And what if, so you say, well, man, what if it doesn't work out? What if, what if it doesn't have, what if I tell her how I feel and it doesn't work out? What if you tell her how you feel and it does? And if it doesn't, you're no worse off than you were before. Yeah. And what an opportunity it is to grow and learn to manage things like your emotions. It's just that it's a wonderful opportunity. Every risk taken is an opportunity to grow and to improve yourself and what have we said before jason if you don't improve yourself you are depriving the world of you mm -hmm. depriving the world of something special now could we say to ourselves well we're just going to withdraw and not going to do much of anything. I'll be at the same job. Sure, you can do that. You can absolutely do that. But the question you have to ask yourself, and this is why one of the principles I strive to live by is integrity. You have to ask yourself in those moments when nobody else is around, when it's just you, you have to say to yourself, am I really depriving the world of who I am by not doing am I not doing this because I'm afraid like be honest with the choices that you make am I am I am I going after this relationship because I'm I'm afraid to be alone am I running away from relationships because I'm afraid to be in a relationship, right? These are the questions that we have to ask ourselves. Self-examination, I think, becomes very important. 
And and I would hope that we would just stay with it. Self-awareness is everything. Jay, do you have any final thoughts as we land this plane? Just a touch as we land. Like when it comes to risk, there's fear. Um, a lot of that centers on when you spoke about vulnerability. When we become vulnerable, we expose ourselves to being hurt. And I think that is that is what it's the hurt. It's it's not just a fear. It's the fear of what of getting hurt, and that, that for me is like the crux of why we do or don't do something. But when we understand, like you were talking about, that we can allow hurt to come close to us because we do have a level of higher self awareness, emotional IQ to manage that hurt to manage that in in realms of where we are in life, who we are in life, what we're doing in life, what matters most in life, who's surrounded by us to support and love us, to 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 hold space with us in our hurt, to hold space with our own hurt and manage that and understand that that hurt in relation to whatever that thing is doesn't define who we are. Like Tim said, it helps us to it gives us lessons. It gives us understanding. It takes away some some inherent regret that we didn't do it, that we didn't try. Like understanding hurt is okay is a, is is a tangible tenant of risk. But understand if hurt comes to you, knocks on your door due to the risk that you took that we're going to be okay especially if we learn to process that that hurt better than we have been doing before and that's why we talk about communication first with ourselves we talk about connection connecting with others who can support us in that risk and that hurt and then having that community because when my my wounds hurt tim i get to call you you know my wounds hurt. I get to call uh, Kevin or who, whoever, um, or someone might reach out via text. Like, understand that hurt is part of being human. Um, we take risk all the time. We manage them differently. We, we, it's risky when we hop in that car and drive down the street. It goes all risk. And guess what? We can get hurt. A lot of it is physical hurt if something goes wrong. And then. Coupled with emotional hurt, if something goes drastically wrong, we just need to understand that we can we can put on our big big boy pants, if you will, and do the hard stuff in order to manage hurt, because that at the essence of what risk is, we don't want to get hurt. There's fear, right? With this fear of getting what hurt. But what do we do with that hurt? Well, we can manage it better because we have more better tools. We have better understanding. Um, and those things helps to say, you know what? I can take this risk. I'm going to shoot the shot. You know, whatever that shot is, entrepreneurship or relationship. Let's 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 do this. I can do this. That's right. That's right, Jason. And I like what you said about communication, connection and community, because you can't take a risk without implicating all three of those things. 
any risk that you take is going to involve how you communicate with yourself, how you believe in yourself, your sense of self-awareness, and how you believe and trust in others. It will, and how you communicate that, how you communicate with others. It's going to result in connection, a deeper connection with yourself. For every risk that you take that you attain some success and overcome. In fact, I would say that the whatever venture it is, whether or not you are successful at that venture is not as important as your success of overcoming the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. You are successful in your effort. The effort itself brings a measure of success that is more important than the success of the underlying endeavor. Of the thing. Of the thing. Take that, take that with you, folks. Take that with you. Man, mm-hmm. y'all ought to be, y'all ought to be sending us emails saying Merry Christmas, man. Because that's something you can take with you, man. You could take that with you on into 2024, man. And and yeah. just go ahead and, and apply that principle. So you overcome your fear of the unknown. Whether or not the thing works out is not as important as your ability to have good communication with yourself and others, good connection with yourself and others, and good community with yourself and others because you have been able to overcome the fear of the unknown. Jason, what a fabulous episode. Listen, man, tell the folks where they can find you, brother. You guys can find me where I hang out the most is on Instagram. That's at the speakers mechanic. That's at the speakers mechanic on Instagram. I also hang out on LinkedIn. You can send me a DM on either one of those platforms on LinkedIn, Jason Hall communication skills coach, where I help professionals and entrepreneurs communicate their message to their community, to their client avatar, if you will. If they're having any difficulties with public speaking, um, giving certain talks or just being clear and not slurring their words in preparation. If they're having vocal traumas, vocal issues when it comes to speaking and losing their voice, hoarseness, all, any of those things when it comes to communication more clearly, I'm your boy. Okay. Holla at me. Jason Hall, communication coach on LinkedIn and at the speakers mechanic on uh, Instagram. So Tim, where can we find you? My guy. Y'all need to get Jason's book too, Vocal Owners, man. Go to Amazon. Bless yourself today, man. Jason will make you a better communicator. All right. I'm sorry. I need to need to get that in for you, boss. Listen, you can find me on, on Instagram at a good golden man. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter at DRTJ Golden ESQ. And you can find me on Facebook at Tim Golden. Three things in life for certain death taxes. And I am the only black man in Walla Walla named Tim Golden. I guarantee you, folks, take that check to the bank. You can cash it and get paid. Listen, until our next episode, when we will bring you another topic from the from the vault of Motown Philly. We want y'all to be good to yourselves and each other. Enjoy yourselves this holiday season. We hope this is a festive time for everyone out there and those who who might be struggling. Just 
Just tune in to us. Go back and listen to some old episodes and just imagine us sitting around eating some eating some pizza and some wings and drink drinking your favorite drink. Okay. We here with you folks. We love you. We thank you for loving us and supporting us. Until next time, we are out of here like Vladimir. Peace. Peace.